What up, everyone? It is Nate with Street Wave. I'm here at the Cafe Nerman in a very, uh, very cold and rainy night, but with some incredible ladies. Tonight is the first shoot for She Says. Yeah, it's a new podcast tonight, and I'm pretty fucking stoked about it. Uh, we're going to go around the room and introduce yourself, um, your name, your Instagram handle, a little bit about yourself, and then if you can remember, if you were a shoe, what kind would you be? Mm. And why? No, no, not why. Not why. We don't need the why. We don't need the why. We don't be here for days. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everyone? Uh, my name is Donette. I am a creative consultant by day, and in the rest of my time, and probably at the same time, I run a creative collective called Cozy Girl Squad. So I uh, speak to the girls in streetwear industry, especially those of color. Um, so it's a vibe. It's nice. Uh, and what kind of shoe would I be? Sheesh. Okay, so I'm going to go with the uh, Nike Air Vapor Max moccasins. A, hey. there's no laces, so I'm pretty easy going, right? Like, I could just slide. I'm, I'm chill. But I will say that if you step in the motherfuckers the wrong way, right, right. you might, you know, twist your ankle a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. I think that speaks to my personality. So you're, talk going. you're talking about the Air Maxes that are like the moccasins that are like um, weaved from one end to the other end? No, you're thinking no. about the... Uh, what are you, they, they? You're with me, though. Yeah, I'm with you, though. I'm going to so do some research. No, just chill, like very chill, okay. regular, flighted okay. Vapor Maxes. Okay, okay. But they have a strap instead of laces. It has a big Nike check on it. Oh, so, shit. you know, the easy one, they're slip-ons. Yeah. I love those. But like I said, I feel like with Vapor Maxes, if you step the wrong way off one of those little bubbles, bubbles. you might fuck yourself up. And so uh, I kind of feel like uh, <laughs> that kind of speaks uh, to uh, who I am, you know? <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no you doubt. Know, it's, it, they're the most comfortable shits ever. But I'm telling you... Move too quick, move without warning, you might get fucked up. That's all I'm going to say, but I'm going to pass this. Uh, what's good, Izzy? Hello, what's up? My name's Izzy. Um, my handle's at Steak Fingers. So, you know. Just put that mic, <laughs> bring that mic a little bit close. There all you right. go. You good? No um, worries, no worries. Okay, who am I as a person? That's always a hard question. Just because, like, I feel like all the time I'm just always something different. So, like... Choosing a shoe was like probably like, I don't know, it was very like conflicting. And so I decided that I would just be tomorrow's shoe because I don't know who I'm going to be tomorrow. So I'm just like, oh, dang. Yeah. I, I just, that's how I think. I just like to think like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just like always like. I was hoping for Adidas so we'd have some kind of like spew no, go no, down. No, no, no. Which shoe's better? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, no, that's dope. I like that. Amela, what's good? What's up? So my name's Amela. My Instagram handle is axh002. A um, hmm, little bit about myself. I've been modeling yeah. for too long. Not really into it anymore. Oh I've now started creative directing, which I have something super exciting coming out in the spring. Hell yeah! That's Massive, so huge, yeah. Very Gucci inspired. Okay, okay. Going, you know. Yeah, yeah. We're just going as hard as possible right now. Um, I got you. If I could be a shoe, what could I be? I'm in between two. So Nike side, Air Max 97s. Love them. Too comfortable. Or Adidas Continental 80s. Look at your research. Uh, Look at this, girl. Yes. I bought two pairs. I want a pair of the blacks. I tried the the blacks on, but they didn't look right on me. (sighs) I'm not really either. <laughs> I'm not really 80 either, but the Continental 80s are just, especially the off-white ones, not the white ones, but the off-white ones are just perfect, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's about it. Well, I'll do a little bit about myself, I guess. So, I'm Nate, and uh, you can find me at uh, In The City or at Street Wave. Depends what you're feeling. A um, little bit about myself. Um, shit, man. I like to smoke weed kick it design <laughs> shoes design fashion you feel me um and then if i was a shoe i mean like let me just take this guy off yeah, this is what i would be right okay there. right like there. <laughs> the 350 no 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 honestly though this is not as comfortable as a 700 i was actually really upset about that the just because it has the boost doesn't yeah. mean shit but the design's nice the manufacturing you feel me like it's it's an admirable shoe. Yeah. I'm glad to have it. Now I'm done with my easy find. This is it. I've got mm-hmm. 350, the 500, and 750. I'm done. But uh, let's get back to this, though. The show's called She Says. And so this concept for the idea is just having a, a, a panel, 
but not just an ordinary panel, but how we can impact and how we can grow this city in a fashion in a street where street wave way to do things. So I want to dive into the first category we'll talk about tonight, and that's the culture slash community part, because I just kind of want to hit this topic kind of straight on. It's been difficult for me to swallow since I've been here in the Midwest of understanding wh how you dress here or what's acceptable here if you were to enter through the doors mm -hmm. anywhere, you yeah. know, um, whether it be like a hype beast or, you know, hype man or like you're just killing it and just all Gucci. But for here, it's it's kind of different. Every, Every other person's different, you mm -hmm. know. So with that being said, I want to dive into the community which we are all moved by, and that is the streetwear community here in Kansas City. How would you feel right now? How is the community and culture here in Kansas City with the streetwear category? How do you feel about that right now in the city? Do you want me to start off? You can, or okay. you can have let Donette go ahead and go. All right. <laughs> No, no, yeah, uh, I appreciate it. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Back hey, again, it's hey, me. Hey. Uh, okay, so I just moved back from New York. I moved to New York probably about four years ago. Um, and before moving, I was still, like, into streetwear and sneaker culture, but less. Probably because I, like, let society get the best of me. And I was like, uh, if I'm a girl, maybe I shouldn't wear really baggy clothes and sneakers. Like, that's not feminine. Mm. Um, so when I moved to New York... It was like, okay, trying to hit the streets in New York in heels, not going to fly. Trying to be a fashion intern for, I end up, I started under Rihanna stylist. Like trying to be an intern under him, which I love him, no shade at all. This is great because I did so much work. But trying to like look cute, like, and not cute, like, I, you can still be cute in your streetwear, but even try to wear decent clothes, there's no way. I went home caked in dirt, so... I think uh, the community there was very, it amped me up. Like I felt more comfortable wearing my sneakers and getting back into who I was. And then I really relocated home two months ago. And I'm from here, so I already knew kind of about the culture. So I'm still kind of trying to figure out, figure that out. You know, shout out to like Design by Design. You know, I linked with them and was hey, like, okay, yeah. so these are some of my tribe. Oh, like, you know, I've met yeah. Nate now and these wonderful ladies. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm finding my tribe now. Right. But I'm still very confused and I will not lie. Like when I yeah. go out dressed as I go dressed, like I usually get stared at. Like I'm usually like, yeah. they're questioning like my whole life based yeah. on my outfit. Right. So, right. you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to bringing Cozy Girl Squad here and like really... Uh, bringing that vibe that I feel like I've developed outside of Kansas City back here, but I'm definitely happy to meet people. So I, all that to say, I'm probably not the best one to answer that question. So, you know, I'm going to pass it. <laughs> um, I'm kind of in that same boat, though, because I, like, just moved to Kansas City from Dallas, like, not too long ago. And, like, the weather has been, like, kind of, like, taking a toll on how I represent myself. Because I'm like, okay, like, I got to be cold. Like, usually I'm all about, like, hey, what's up? How's it going? You know? And so, like, it's kind of crazy because, like, now I'm having to wear, like, sweaters. And I'm like, okay, like, how do I feel like not a trash bag? Yeah. You know? And so, like, color for me is just, like, something that I've always, like, gravitated towards. So that's, like, how, like, Kansas City, I guess. But, like, as far as, like, the community, I'm still, like, kind of getting in. Everyone's been super friendly, like. It's very, like, giving. And then, like, also, like, the atmosphere in Dallas can sometimes be very, like, standoffish. And it's kind of like you represent you and, like, you're doing you. But in Kansas City, it's like we're all in this together. And so, like, that's been really interesting to, like, kind of accommodate and, like, kind of, like, make that shift. And, like, also being, like, okay with feeling like you can be in a community and not have to just, like, fight for yourself. To be honest with... Like my, I love our community. You know, I've been here, I haven't moved. Um, what's interesting with me is I have so much family in Europe and I follow so many Europeans on Instagram to where it's just like I feed off of what they wear. And for the longest, I was kind of running into that thing too where it's like winter for me is not it. I feel like I can't dress. <laughs> like I want to wear crop tops and, you know, just if I want to show out, I want to show out, you know, and I want, I need, I honestly need warm weather. The cold is not for me. But it's, I'm thankful for the community, but I don't feel like we're at the point where I can show up just like a dude and people's like, oh, that's sick, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. It's like you have to be titties out, you know? 
booty showing a little bit, you know, somewhere a little close. And I'm just like, kind of, I just want to wear a pantsuit, you know, with some sneakers and be able to walk out the door. But you can't get that. And with me, too, I feel like I'm so unfortunately, the Midwest is still super influencing me on what I need to wear. So sometimes I'll catch myself and I'll be wearing like light pink trench coat with like some brown booties i'm like who the hell am i like yeah i'm like what am i wearing but then i feel comfortable when i'm out but like if i were to wear this out i feel like people would just be like what are you you know what are you doing you know so it's just it's a tough i feel like i haven't gone comfortable enough with myself to i'm a very confident person but i don't feel like i'm comfortable enough to where i can deal with people being like what what the fuck's going on you know what i mean so i feel like that's my only stipulation with the community but I do feel like we're, we've come a long way we've come a long way especially this past couple of years so it's exciting uh I felt that you know coming back from my most recent experience from LA coming back here I, I had to look at things a little bit differently of how again I need to take this word culture and replace it with community because essentially that's what we're building so it's hard for me to like strip away you know what people are wearing these days and look inside, but right. I'm trying my hardest to do that. Yeah. I mean, the gear is a plus for sure. And it yeah. starts from the bottom up. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I see wherever, wherever I go, you know, get this like kind of uh, feeling that people think I'm Travis Kelsey all of a sudden. I'm just <laughs> like, nah, that ain't going to happen. I did not even see that <laughs> <till> just now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's I mean, awesome. not like a boom, but like that shit has happened and it's just like, he, they're like, man, you dress like him. And it's just like, I, I dress like myself. I hate that. And if and, and I hear I'm Billie Eilish one more time, really? I'm going to lose it. Yeah. I get I it. I hear it way too much. I get it. And honestly, I'm a little offended. Yeah. I am such, like, I'm an individual person. Yeah. And I've even been the black sheep in my family growing up. So it's like me being me and me pissing people off by being me. That's what like, keeps me going. So when you tell me I look like someone or I dress like someone or, you know, it's just, it's, yeah. it's honestly infuriating. Yeah. And I feel like it happens yeah. more with women than it does with men. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Right. So I want to, I want to go to the next. So we've state the obvious that it's streetwear. So how do we build streetwear? How do we build community here in Kansas City? using you know fashion and streetwear cozy how how do we uh, how do we impact the city how do we grow how do how do we start building that that's yeah. my that's my next question well yeah. how, how do we yeah i think it's like really about the people that like us that are really really into it bringing in those that might want to be into it but they're scared so like from my experience with cozy girl squad and women there's a lot of girls that really really want to get into the shit but they're like uh, when I go to the sneaker store, the guys point me to all the pink shoes. Yep. And when I go to websites, there's nothing left in my size. And I kind of don't know how to put it together without looking homeless. So, like, what to do? So, it's, like, I think really about us that, um, you know, may have some type of out-of-state experiences. I won't lie. Like, Kansas is landlocked. Like, it doesn't get a lot of resources. And that definitely influences the music, the fashion, the food. Yeah. And that's real. That's like just the fact of the yeah. matter. So yeah. I think, 100%. Um, you know, when we have the opportunity to be blessed enough to leave and come back, like to really bring in those around us that like are like, oh, I like what you're doing. I like what you're wearing. I don't really know it. I don't understand it. So I think, you know, putting in that effort and I think that streetwear um, can kind of lean sometimes towards exclusivity because of the nature of it. Like shoes are exclusive. Drops are exclusive. You know, you're more cool per se, quote unquote. I'm doing a mad eye roll right now, by the way. Um, <laughs> you know, if of you course. have something that everyone yeah. can't cop. So right. I think that that culture, that part of the culture leans over into how we interact with each other. Wow, so like, so I think when you start that's thinking so outside of that, like when you realize yeah. that and you're like, okay, these people around me aren't the latest drop. Yeah. These people around me are not the coolest thing to have on right now. These people around me want to build the actual community yeah. and make a space for us. Yeah. So I think, like, you know, reaching back to pull forward, leaning, you know, yeah. leaning into the people around you. And then that's what I saw in L.A. this year at ComplexCon was that that was a big point. I saw so many collaborations. Chinatown Market had four collaborations, four booths. Like, if anyone was asking me, what did you get out of that? I was like, community. Because yeah. you saw it. And these were, like, the biggest people having a normal day 
but excited about at the same time. You know what I'm saying? That like I ran in the mic from Chinatown, the guy that owns it, and I was like, dude, what's up? Just want to say I appreciate what you're doing, and also where is where can I like light up my shoes with that gun that they have like that? Because yeah. I was ready, and he's like, oh yeah, over at the Urban Outfitter thing. I was like, oh man, I ain't going to Urban Outfitter, <laughs> but um, that's why I'm coming back here with this mentality is because I've seen community just be on fire there. I was like, let me bring that here. But Izzy, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to go on sidetrack. But um, the question is just like, how 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 can we build this community? How can we build the streetwear I think vibe here? So definitely coming from Dallas to Kansas City, I've opened up a lot here, and I think that's something that like, I mean, because Dallas is like, it's liberal, but it's also conservative because it is in Texas. And co like going to KCAI, like going to where it's like predominantly liberal and kind of like seeing everyone just being themselves, it's like it, it kind of like puts this mirror in front of me where it's like, okay, like now like I have permission to be okay with like exploring who I am. And I think to build that community, you just need to build confidence. You need to like be empathetic. You need to like, it, it all comes from inside out. It's what like it's not about what you can give and what you can take. It's about like let's just like give, like let's just live, like being excited, you know, being interested. And I think like community, there's this weird connotation of it being so like conformist, I guess. Like a, like that's the difference between like culture and community. Like culture references to like everything being the same when you think about bacteria like a culture of bacteria, the same thing over and over. And like, that's not what we're striving for anymore. We're striving for somewhere that we can like belong, somewhere that we can be like ourselves and like, but be ourselves with other people that are also being themselves. And I think that's something that like, needs to just be promoted, like no matter like where it comes from, whether it's education, whether it's media, it doesn't like, like that should just like be like, we should just be okay with being us, you know? No matter how many versions of us are in us. So good. Bring it. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <Yeah>. Right, <laughs> that's <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, like, shit, I'm going to write good. this down really quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit, that was fire. I mean, being in Kansas City these last few years, and I feel like being one of the first girls I've known where, like you said, I walk into a shoe store, and you go to the girls' section, and there's three rows of shoes, and they're fucking pink, purple, and yellow. I'm not wearing these colors, first of all. The minute I go over to the men's section, they're like, oh, are you shopping for your boyfriend? It's like, no, I'm shopping for myself, you know? Give me a seven and a half, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do you have a seven and a half in yeah. But that's my thing is I, I always make a comment to people. I'm that. like, why is it in Kansas City we have no shoes my size? And why do we have three rows of shoes like, like women don't want, you know? So I feel like, the last three years I've been involved, it's getting better. And I see a lot more women like complimenting me and being like, oh my God, I love your shoes. Or there's been so many men that are like, I can't believe you own those. And it's like, why? You know, like why? why? Yeah, like why? I want to know. Why is that the same and they don't, making? they don't, my yeah, like, thank you for the compliment. Moving on. But I'm always like, every time I ask them the why, they're like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I just don't see them. I just don't see women wearing them. And it's like this, what is it? You know, like what is it about that? So I feel like we're, we're making strides and I'm a super feminist, like making any woman feel like they can, I'm like, girl, put on those baggy jeans, you know, wear that t-shirt, wear those sneakers, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever you want, do it. I mean, I have a younger sister who got into streetwear because of me, because she's like, she's like trying my cement threes or my 97s. It's like, oh my God, I love these. I'm like, okay, we're gonna go buy you a pair, you know? I just, I wanna be able yeah, for the community overall, but even like, and I feel like this should be the goal for everyone to support each other, to tell each other. Cause I feel like there's like, even in LA or like in New York, whenever you go, like when I was in LA and I was going to like the, you know, Supreme stores and checking out other stores out, I felt like it was very like, people were like mean mugging you or like got a fucking attitude for no reason. I thought like that's the one thing I love about Kansas City. We are very inclusive and we're very loving. And I, any women that message me that like want to talk about it, I'm more than willing to. So I feel like our community, the way it's going right now, as long as we stay on this path, this is gonna blow up. This is gonna be one of the best cities to be in in like five years. Mm. There's no doubt about mm. it. We just have, mm. the main thing is supporting each other. Yeah. Whether it's fighting like yeah. in each other's small businesses or yeah. emotionally, yeah. you know, like, like you said, being empathetic oh. is a huge thing. 
especially with women. I think it also at times, though, we, we have that ego that we battle with. We have that second side of us that is kind of, you know, envious of of a friend that did get that Gucci bag or did get that. And it's hard at times to like for me to stay in lanes of my own because I go, damn, those shoes would look killer on me. Right. Right. right? Or I would kill in that bag or, you know, whatever. Um, I mean, like North Face Supreme that happened this week. I love a jacket, but that didn't happen. Right. Um yeah, like it's it's a tough hurt. bullet. So how how do we keep in the balance of of being satisfied with ourselves and being satisfied with the people that's around us? Mm, that's a good question because I think that streetwear, especially, is a very visual culture and community. So like, if you log onto Instagram and in two seconds you're like, damn, I didn't catch those. Wow, he has this. Wow, like she really uh, had that fit. And it uh, hurts your feelings. Log off Instagram, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, it does. Like, I think yeah. that really, when you think about uh, self care, which is like a hot topic, like, especially within this community, you've got to log off the visual shit because we're visual creatures. I think everybody within this community is very, like, super. Everybody's not creative. Don't get me wrong, because I know plenty of execs that are sneaker collectors. They're not creative, not a creative bone in their body, but they love sneakers. So I think it's we're very visual. The culture is very visual. The community is very visual. You got to log off the ground. Like, you have to log off disconnect from everything and really evaluate why you have things, which is like something that I'm big on. So if you're buying it because an outlet said that's cool, yeah, you're going to be salty every time you don't cop shit. My shoe collection is minimal. Why? Because it's curated to what I wanted. I have these. Damn, that's so dope. Like, (laughs) I fucking love that. Uh, That, well, it's real quick. That, that is exactly my, that's what I try to tell people. Yeah of my closet that at my house is like, I don't have a plethora. It's just shit that's like on fucking point and it will kill. Yeah. It's what I like. And so like example, like cozy girl squad, I'm big on like telling people like, okay, do you know what about this shoe makes this shoe special? Like, why is this the hot topic? Like if you think of like Concord 11s, why are those cool? What do we mean by flu, like the flu game? Like, like get, and it's not to say that you have to validate your sneaker choices by knowing the history. What I'm saying is that I get emotionally attached to those because I want them, they're on my grails list. Why? I want that same energy. My guy Mike got up and played the game sick as hell. I want that energy on my feet, period. Not because somebody said they're cool. Not because I know the history of them. I want that energy. And so I think if we really take a step back, stop logging in so much and evaluate why we're here, why do you like streetwear? Where did it come from? What is the greater message when streetwear started and get emotionally attached to that? That other shit stops mattering. For sure. It really 100%, 100%. I mean, kind of the point of view that I kind of come from as like an artist, like always in studio with people. Cause the thing with, I'm a fibers major. So our community is just very open. Like we don't have like kind of just like a big like studio to ourselves that we like seclude ourselves in. It's very, very communal. We're always like one person will be like doing a project over there on one table. Another person will be like weaving on the looms and another person will be like knitting. And so sometimes like for me, I get very distracted like all the time. I'm just like, what's that? What's that? Like, you know, I'm always like interested in something. And so but it's also hard for me because I'm like, okay, well, I need to also work. But, like, I'm so interested in what everybody else is doing. Like, some like this year especially has been the worst, like, in terms of, like, trying to create. Like, not because, like, I'm not creating, but it's just, like, getting there is, like, always having to turn off the distractions. But, like, one of my, like, teachers said to me, like, she was like, Izzy, like, keep doing what you're doing because everyone around you is just noise. And, like, you can choose to listen to that, and, like, that's fine if it's, like, for that moment. But at the same time, like, sometimes it's okay to just, like, listen to the air, you know, and just, like, sit with it. So I think space is important sometimes, you know? No doubt. No doubt. Donna, I'm going to go back to what you said because I, like, you, I feel like you took the words right out of my mouth, you know? For sure, There's for sure. too many times I've even logged on to Instagram, and I'm like, oh damn, I missed that draw. I'm like, oh, man, that hurt. But, like, you also got to be really realistic. Like, no one's out here making money to be copping every drop. 
You know what I'm saying? Hey, so hey, and, 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 hey, hold on, hold on. And I just want to say, fuck the sneakers app. Fuck that Thank shit. You. Fuck that I shit. I swear to I can't God. get a goddamn thing. Yes, oh I am. God, I am on the raffles <laughs> every time, but I never win. Never. Thanks a lot, all the off-white shoes I got. Those I got them. No, I didn't. Nah, yep. It didn't happen. Anyway, but sorry. But it's sorry. just like... I want to, I, I was explaining to my little sister because she was like, I love, you know, how you put your office on. I'm like, walk into a room. I'm like, walk into my room with all the clothes. I want you an hour before that to not look at any social media. Don't look at anything. Where would you want? And it's so interesting because there's a couple times she'll do that or like she just like woke up and she like wants to go through stuff and find her outfit for the day and I'm totally fine with that. And then there's days where she's been, you know, she won't even tell me she's coming to my room. She just goes through my clothes. And there's such a major difference in how what she wears. Yeah. It is, it's good that we have each other to influence each other, but it's also kind of sad. Because like you said, there's a lot of people who are not creative who like sneakers, but then they end up, wearing the same thing as everybody else. And you're like, this isn't streetwear. That's what, Nate, when I was on your podcast, that's what I was talking about. I'm like, sure, yeah, I can log in and look at what, you know, the Jenners are wearing, Kardashians are wearing, you know, you know, this, that, the third person. It doesn't matter, though. For one, you don't have access to those things. For two, it's not you, you know? Yeah. So streetwear to me is, you know, your individuality, whether you're wearing stilettos or, you know, sneakers, to me, it's like, what can I do to make this an everyday wear thing? Because I'll be out here wearing, you know, heel being already 5'9". I'm out here wearing, like, six-inch heels. But I got on, like, a men's, like, pantsuit jacket, you know what I mean? And, like, just a tank top and just, like, shorts, you know? And none of it, like, makes sense, but it's my mood for the day, you know? So I feel like social media is just – it's good that we have it, but it's too influential. It's too influential at this point. It's too much. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, well said. Um, we're gonna dive into a different category now. Um, the modeling world here in Kansas City, Missouri. I know it's a little bit sensitive, a little bit frustrating for everyone, or they might be happy. I don't really know. So, just a two-part question. We'll go around the room again. Is um, what is the vibe here on modeling in Kansas City, Missouri? Okay. Part one. Part two is how are the models here seen? in the midwest okay right and so i'm gonna respectfully say that i have not lived here for the past four years okay okay i have no idea so i'm gonna pass okay. on that no no no. it's all good yeah <laughs> i'm gonna pass it to <laughs> all right what's the first part again uh how's the vibe here in kansas city in the modeling world um it's non-existent yeah let's be real it's, um, yeah, yeah. you have commercial work, right. you know, which is cool. It pays the bills if you can get into it. Um, man, I'm about to hurt some feelings. I don't know. <laughs> I'm about to hurt some feelings. <laughs> yeah. You're Leo? I'm a Taurus. Wait, what are you? Oh, yes. Is it Earth? I don't yeah, like. No, 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 that's all good. Sorry. Okay, I forgot the question again. No, no, that's all good. <laughs> what what's the, the vibe? What's the vibe here in the, the Kansas vibe. City? The model okay. world. Yeah, like I the mean, vibe. But model between models, I have not had very many problems. Okay. We're very supportive. Okay. Extremely supportive because I think we all understand. Like, damn, not all of us are five foot ten. You know, not all of us are one hundred twenty pounds. But I have never. Right. I honestly, personally, have never felt any certain type of way, which doesn't say much because I'm 125 pounds, five foot nine. So yeah. I don't really get to feel, yeah, any certain type of way. But I feel like I've asked my like my plus size model friends, which is not even fucking plus size. And Let's start like there. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> anyways. Right. I'm like, you are not plus size. You're normal size anyways. Uh, actually thin. But they don't feel any, they don't feel any type of way. We are very inclusive. I will say that. Casey Fashion Week, Personal opinions aside, they do include, you know, designers in Kansas City are ex extremely inclusive. I've never, no one's ever felt that way. But Kansas City, again, like I said, is on the come up. It's just, 
we need to stop having, especially our good models, I understand why they do, but we need to stop moving them to Chicago or to New York or to L.A., you know? And we need to also have somebody, an agency, you know, I'm just going to fucking say it. We need to have an agency who doesn't play favorites. Yup. I'm just going to. I'm going to have to steal that for you. Okay, so a lot of. <laughs> I dropped a bomb and I didn't know this was going to be the outcome. Oh, we because <laughs> yeah, so, I have like four more cards. <laughs> So, okay, so a lot of, this is probably why in the beginning I was like, I don't know what the fuck I do because I do a lot of things. And so I'm also into, like, fashion production. And so it's interesting because you say that they're very inclusive, but, like, there's a difference between maybe, like, the facade versus, like, the behind the scenes because I'm always in the behind the scenes. I like to see how things are made, how things are done, like, where their mentality mm. really, really is because it's so easy to just make a nice paper mask and put it on the front and have people believe in it. But if like if there's no substance, like what does that what does that even mean, right? I don't know the behind the scenes. Yeah. I've never done behind the scenes. Okay. I'm always gonna show up 30 minutes before hair, makeup, dress. As soon as you're off stage, I'm gonna be Yeah. Well maybe maybe this is cool to have an experience where it's both sides of the ends. And so this is where this this is where I bring this point up. So last year I did volunteering just to just be like, okay, I wanna see like how they work things, who's organizing what, you know, like the whole networking thing. And I had like a really good time, but I also noticed favorites. They were like picking very specific people, very specific types of people that have like very specific demeanors. And like, you know, I'm, so I was like, yeah, I know. Cause we both know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? And we don't even have to say it. And I'm not gonna say it because like those that know are those, are yeah. those people that know what I'm talking about are yeah. gonna be the people that like resonate with it. And right. pick up on it. Right. right. And no doubt. so then like after like they had the little like after party thing and I was like talking to some volunteers and I was like, Oh hey, how'd you like the volunteering? They were like, We got kicked out. And I was like, What do you mean y'all got kicked out? They were like, Oh yeah, well, like they said that we were on our phone or something. And I was like, a whole bunch of other people were also on their phone, though that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. And then so I was like, wait, what? And then so they were just like, I mean, we don't want to like say what it is, but like if the pattern's there, the pattern's there. And I was like, did and I asked them, I was like, did you also feel like they were playing favorites? Because they would literally, it was like they were holding their hands. And I was just like, I mean, I knew like I didn't really need anything out of it and I don't really expect anything out of it. I just wanted to like see and experience it. And so I got what like I needed, which was insight. But I was like, hmm. Okay. Okay, for one, damn, maybe I am a favorite with them. Because I have never felt any certain type of way. And I'm not going to lie. Like I said, I'm 5'9", 125 pounds, white skin, blonde hair, blue eyes. I'm, I'm fucking white. I'm white. That's what they like. And wow, that just pissed me off. Damn, maybe I'm not going to do it no more. I'm glad you said that. Because let me tell you something, too. Although I'm white... I'm also a refugee, immigrated to America 98, also Muslim. Mm -hmm. So it's like, damn, do they even know that? And if they knew that, would they treat me different? Would they treat me different? Because that's, uh, (laughs) (laughs) well, no, I'm just going to say, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was just going to say, we're just on card two. Like, yeah, we're about to have some heated. I've got four more cards. So ding, ding. What I will say is that, so I worked in fashion in New York. That's what I actually moved there for. So I, by the time I left the industry, I was a publicist and I worked for um, a major fashion brand. I've worked for a couple and I'm, I'm not going to shout out their names, although I love to blast them because they're shitty. Um, But the last company I was at was the designer is a man of color and it was the PR department was me and my boss and two black women. And they were doing the like fall 18 show. That's one of the last shows I was there for. And so, you know, he has his, he has his studio set up where he can do everything in studio in house. So the casting was happening. And so the collection was inspired by a trip he took to Peru and a couple trips he took to Africa. And so I was like walking through the studio and I look at the casting board and I like literally like backtracked. And I was like, there's not a single person of color, let alone a black woman on this board. 
So I mentioned it wow. to my boss, the PR director. I was a public relations coordinator. So I mentioned it to my boss. And so she took it to him. And he was just like, yeah, I mean, all the good black girls are taken. And I was like, what do you mean? Yeah, and it's funny because they play favorites. So to speak to that point, wow. not to defend at all, because I don't fuck with it on any level. It's an industry-wide thing. And it was like, okay, so, you know, Maria Borges is taken. You know, the other three black models that you all play favorites with are taken. You know, my boss was like, yo, there's, there's more black models out there. I think he threw maybe like two in there to placate us because it was like, how can you have a public relations department that put on your whole production and we're black? And the show is Peru and Africa and there's no black models. So it's like... <laughs> I'm, s yeah, I'm so scratching my head yeah, like, like what so the it's fuck? Like, I, I will say that it's an industry-wide thing and it fucking sucks. So I, I'm not, like I said, I'm not crediting Kansas City. What I'll say is there needs to be an overhaul overall. I think instead of it being like a tokenism thing, like, oh, this is trendy right now. And that's what he said. He was like, you know, it's trendy right now to have models of color. So there's none left. And we were like, eh. Exactly. It's like it's trendy right now to have us there. So, you know, so he, you know, he threw like an Asian woman in. He threw a couple African American or African models in. He threw a couple of just like non white people in. But like it was definitely something we had to like bring up. And I'm talking about wearing like African prints, wearing Peruvian prints and fabrics and textiles. How can you do that? So, you know, it's a thing. You got one more thing to yeah, say? Yeah, I got one more oh, thing okay. to say. Okay, just okay, okay. Like, yeah. It is like what you were saying about the industry and like this is kind of like how we should like fix it it's just like it does start like from a collision of both of it like how does the production then like manifest into what is showing versus like let's just show what it is because it, it seems like it exactly that like it feels like a fad or it feels like just like okay like this will pass by but it's like when it's people like that doesn't make any sense like so I'm, I don't know it just makes me really angry yeah so exactly community yeah. right right um with with the next question leading up to it is um how do we let the photographers slash brands control how we get looked at versus how do we or how we determine how we are seen does that make sense yeah um, yeah yeah how, how how that's a good question i just want to yeah so i think um so i do creative direction too i think what that is is that if you notice that a photographer is putting you in a certain place in a certain way, the creative director has orchestrated a certain mood and you look around and you realize like, wow, this, is, this isn't the best light to put me in or this isn't the most diverse light to put me in or this is very stereotypical to do this. As a model or as a subject, you have to speak the hell up. Because the photographer, and I, I respect all artists, so the photographer's gonna have a vision. The creative director's gonna have a vision. As a subject, you can choose to either just be a rag doll, or you can also have a vision for yourself and what you wanna represent. So speak the hell up. You have to say as a model, and I'm not a model, so you have to say as a model, like, uh, I don't necessarily wanna be like against this background. I don't necessarily wanna wear this. I don't necessarily like this angle because I feel like you're trying to capture something that, you know, says something non-verbally. I don't want to be involved. And what people have to be ready for is to maybe not get the job. And so that's where acts of resistance come in. You mm. might lose the coin, sis. Speak up, though. Yep. Like, don't talk that shit and then you do anything for the coin. So be ready. They might say, okay, well, get off my set. Bet. Leave right. with your integrity and leave that you know you made a difference in the community and made a difference for those coming after you. You made a point. Hell yeah. So you have to be able to ready to, you know, take the stance and Hell be yeah. that person that Hell might yeah. actually lose the pennies for it. Hell yeah. yeah. Damn. Jesus. I really like that was like <laughs> That was fucking fire. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm into all of that. I'm uh But like serious uh, okay, but uh, like no honestly, seriously, honestly, like if y'all are feeling like I'm dead like I'm dead ass. Serious. Like, hey, like we listen, do this listen though. Like, listen, listen, honestly, listen, like, listen. We have so many different pers like This is the this is like, the first one of how many more we wanna do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into um, it. Wow. Like this is like This, this is good. Is, that's just good. like a tiny, tiny thing of what could potentially happen in Kansas City. This exactly. is what collaboration this exactly. is like beautiful. Exactly. I'm, into it. I'm hyped. But exactly. uh, time back to the question. So yeah. I've worked with a lot of photographers and every single photographer I've worked with so far, they're like, So like how like what do you think? Like what do you feel comfortable with? Like there's this conversation both like on the foreground and the background of the whole like capturing of the moment or the picture or, or whatever you want to call it. 
and I just blinked real quick, but um, but yeah, it's just like being able to like talk with everybody, you know, like not and like what you said, like speaking up and basically feeling like you have ownership over how you can be seen because like you're yourself, you know, and it's also like preserving your own integrity, creating like your own boundaries because 100. once like that's out there, like that's how you're seen, you know, but. I mean, as a model, it's. Yeah, I've been, I've been, yeah. wa- I've been waiting <laughs> for you. It's. It's interesting. Com- me being me, me being outspoken. Fuck you if I don't want to do it. I will walk off like right now. Period. Like there's no. You're not gonna make me. Do it. I don't give a fuck how much this is paying. You know, me being a model coming in with that attitude, I feel like has shook so many people. So many people, so many women in Kansas City are yes women. Almost. The yes. You know what? I'm just going to stop for myself right there. Okay. All right. So if I show up to a shoot and you having a ridiculous ass outfit or something that could be slightly offensive, hell no. Hell no. I will leave. Like either we fix this or I'm gone. Because like you said, like you said, Izzy, at the end of the day, if it's out there, it's done. It's out there. My boyfriend Googled me a couple hours ago. Pictures from two years ago came up. <laughs> like, uh. I'm just like, once it's out there, it's out there. And being able to say no or being like, no, I don't feel comfortable in that. It's like, they're like, oh, I have pissed off too many people in this city and I do not care one single bit. Because one day they're going to understand. And if they don't, that's not my problem. That's not my problem if you don't get it because it's me. At the end of the day, like, what if I want to be a lawyer in 20 years? You know, I'm not about to have my, you know, ass out all over Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Like, people just need to understand where we're coming from. Now, what worries me going from modeling, or not even, it's almost like an upper hand, from going to modeling to creative directing, making sure my models are 1,000% secure and making it 100% clear to them I will ask you 50 times, are you okay? Like, are you comfortable? Do you want this person to leave the set? Do you even want me here? You know what I mean? That kind of stuff is such, it's, I have, I have an upper hand with other creative directors because it's like, I know, I know as a model what it's like, you know? Yeah. And that's people who were photographers going to creative directors, you know, they have an upper hand in other situations. But I feel like with my models, all I want my models, I want them to be able to talk to me no matter what. And I know what made me feel uncomfortable on shoots, you know, having extra people there, having creepy photographers. Like, I will never steer them that way. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's a good balance. And it's, like you said, Donette, being able to walk out, even if it's a page two, and be like, hell no, like, this is not it. Yeah. I will, screw I will lose the $300. Yeah. But I'm not going to lose who I am over this industry. Yeah. People forget that too much. Yeah. They 100%. become a complete different person. Yeah. It's like, and I'm like, I'm surprised Casey Fashion Week even likes me. Because I've talked shit on them. <laughs> on we, your podcast. We, uh, we, 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 no, it's true. I've we butchered, it. we butchered those people. Um, we did butcher them. Yeah. Okay. So with Screw all this it. frustration, all this tension, yeah. blah, 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 I, I want to, I want to know how we can stay um, positive, how we can stay focused, how we can stay level-headed as individuals, as women in this city, with all this tension, you know, with chaos, with, you know, even, you know, uh, disorders, you know, like, yeah. um, you know, and sensitive things on that. Um, how, 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 can, how can we, or how can you ladies stay level-headed and positive? Yeah, right. Donna, I'm going to start on this one if you don't mind. So... Like I said, for me, I, I get a lot of energy from other women. And I'm here to support them more than any. Not, you know, men, it's just different for me. It's different because I, you know, we're in a we're in a man's we're in a man's world. We're push especially in Kansas City. We're pushing in at this point. And, you know, it's I get a lot of energy off the women I'm around. So being able to support them, you know, just being able to I wanna get to know as many creative women as possible. So if I'm ever stuck or I'm ever like, damn, like I'm really like, this isn't like, my modeling during the winter seasons don't exist and that hurts me because it hurts my content. Like you said on Instagram, you know, as much as Instagram doesn't matter, I still need to keep that base up. 
I wish it didn't matter. If it wasn't for modeling, I would not have an Instagram. I wish I didn't model because I would not have an Instagram. But it's just like being able, I want to be able to reach out to other creative women and just be like, you know, like this is where I'm at. And just be able to create that community too means a lot, you know? And I want to, I want to try to make it as, as inclusive as possible. Have we gotten there yet? No. Because whenever I'm stuck creatively, I go to Nate, which I, you know, I love Nate to death. But I need, right, still a guy though. Like I need, I need a woman to go to to complain to. You but know? you always have that support 100%. That's all I'm going to say. Just know that I'm always there, whenever you need. Sorry. If you want to go hey, get coffee. This is this is the oh, magic. Oh, but seriously, I like. The magic's happening in the room. Here it is. Here no, it is. No, because I think I think like these conversations we're having, like we can always just mutually learn. Like that's how you like stay yeah. positive. It's just like looking 100. forward to. I didn't know about what you just said. Yeah. And now I know, and now I don't want to yeah. do it anymore. Uh oh. Uh oh. I mean, that's hey. No, no, no. But like this is like the there like I like that you said that though because there's two choices. You can either like stop worrying about it and like just like not be a part of it, or you could play their game. But like plot twist, yep. you take over their system. Oh, girl, I'm already on the way. <laughs> okay. Mhm. Hey. But I'm not gonna go into that right now. <laughs> um. So how do how do you stay positive on the on the daily or you know with okay. school? Um, <laughs> with other projects, how, how is he? How do you, how do you stay level grounded? That's so hard. I've, especially now being asked that question, it's so weird. Cause like, I, f I see this like mirror being like put in my face of like, like, how do you? And I'm like, I don't know. Cause it feels like I haven't been, you know? And like, yeah. And like, but I also think that that's okay. You know, like I'm not going to lie. Like I've had a lot of like issues with like my mental my like mentality like I've seen like a bunch of doctors in the past week I like had who knows what going on but anyway the point is is that like I'm keep being going and I'm like yeah. keep trying and you know like also like hearing all these like diagnoses given to me like from all these different doctors is kind of like yeah, yeah. because it's like no category feels right and even when it is it's silencing something else and like the last diagnosis I got from the most recent doctor is borderline personality disorder but oddly enough that one felt the most freeing because it was permission to be all of these personalities and like being able to have choice and agency over that and like yeah exactly exactly that's why I smoked that weed uh, hey, it's it's gonna be legal officially in uh, January. Hey. Yep. Hey. Hey, just drive over. I have an apartment hey, like nearby. Me too. Just come over. I'm, I'm on the. <laughs> the what about me? I'm right here. Hey. Um, do you have anything else you want to say on? Um. I did. I did actually. Um. But I'm trying to like recoup on it. It's all good. I didn't mean to. I just wanted to focus like around. No, and, that, and that's why you're here. That's why you're here. That's why you're here. So staying positive. Um, so this year has been my year where I, like, figured out a lot for myself. So, like, on a personal level, my favorite word right now, well, two of my favorite terms right now are boundaries and holding space, and they go hand in hand. So it's a quote, and I pulled it up on my phone, and uh, someone said, I'm no longer surrounded by people who feel threatened by how clear I am. I, that's my new mantra, right? That's like one of my affirmations in the morning now because I set boundaries. Say, say it again. Say like, it again. I am no longer surrounded by people who are threatened by how clear I am. Mm. If I can set mm. my boundary with you, you should commend me on my emotional intelligence. Don't be upset because I said you can't call me after 9 p.m. Don't be upset because I said that I handle business by email. You will schedule a phone call through this software. I don't talk to my clients during the day unless they've scheduled a call. Don't be upset if I say to you that my phone goes on do not disturb in night mode at 10 p.m. every night. And if you call me after that time, you better hope you call me twice within five minutes so it triggers the emergency and I answer. Otherwise, I'll talk to you in the morning. Mm -hmm. Don't be threatened by being clear with people. And then the other part of that is, what did I say, holding space. So be okay with figuring out who you should hold space for and what you should hold space for. So I'm, I'm very empathetic, right? So I'm always like, oh, like, shit, that sucks. 
I should really, really care about them and what they're going through. And then I end up expecting that in return. So I've learned that I have to be very clear on talking to people and things and just absorbing things around me and saying, okay, do I want to hold space for that? Do I want to care? Do I want to consider that when I make moves? And it's okay sometimes if you don't want to hold space for some type of shit. And that's how I stay positive. I'm clear in who I am and what I want to hold space for. And so my positivity comes from all the free space I have to just be fucking happy. So it's just literally like, yeah, go, go, go. That quote, that quote is absolutely incredible because that's been me from the jump. I need to read it one more time. I'm no longer surrounded by people who, who feel threatened by how clear I am. And I have never felt something harder in my life. You know? There's just, I've had too many I don't need, I, you know, like I said, I don't really have problems with women. I've had too many men tell me, you're too much. You talk too much. Yeah. You're too opinionated. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be. Why? I'm sorry, you feel threatened. There's yeah. too many relationships yeah. that fell out because I was too opinionated. Yeah. It's like, what is too opinionated? Because you're dumbass. Half the things you say, you shouldn't even be saying it. Get but it. I'm too opinionated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Me? So I feel that absolutely to the core. I love that. Like that's I'm gonna screenshot that, send it to myself. <laughs> so Read that good. every morning. <laughs> All right. So towards the end of the show, we've had a very, very, very powerful evening so far. Um, so I've decided to create this thing called the new, f- the no flex zone. Are we ready? I'm ready. I'm no ready. flex zone. Uh, no flex hey, zone. Hey, 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 so so with the no flex zone hold on we just gotta soak in this all right all right all right that was the little premiere hey i did it yeah i'd almost restarted i was like no stop that shit anyway the the no flex zone so we're gonna talk about the most what's going on in the hype right now most recent drips drops Drip drops, whatever that's going on, that's going on right now. So I want to hear opinions. If you have opinions, if you don't, you don't. And if you don't know, well now you'll know if you know what I know. There it is. There we go. All right. So with this season, we had some crazy things going on. So we've got the end. So Virgil's deciding to call it quits on the Nike after the last shoe release of the '90s. He will be done with. any any comments on on this drop on any shoe, any opinions? So okay, and I know it's gonna be a, a like a, a a moment. I don't like Virgil. I don't like Off White. I don't like what Off White represents in streetwear. I think the shit is always hard. Like I'm like looking at this fucking like I'm looking at it like wow 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 wow. wow. But however, it is nothing but a Nike with an oversized check. A zip tag and quotes, and quotes on it. Yep. Don't forget the dad part. And yeah, like can it's I, like. Can I can I share a story? I, yeah, I, I at the talk he had at ComplexCon, I did run up to the stage with my shoe and be like, "Son, yeah. he was off the stage like that. He was gone." Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. I was like, "I will have my shoe signed by." Yeah. Not him. Not today. I'm just but saying. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, it's a zip tie. Well, it's funny because it's the the manufacturing of that shoe. I mean, we both know, or we all know, that the resale of that shoe is. I mean, it's on, on oh, it's ridiculous. It's, it's yeah. a clout shoe. You, oh, for you, sure. You buy yeah. that to say yeah. you have clout. Yeah. Well, especially You're, that one. Yeah, no, like, especially like, the like neon, whatever the weirdest yeah, yeah. one is. I was just gonna say whatever the weirdest one is. That's the one that's highest resale. That's a clout shoe. I think that off white is a clout shit. I think that Supreme shit is clout shit. I think multiple brands are clout shit, and it doesn't stop me from thinking that Supreme is cold as fuck from taking like this plain ass non serif font and like making it into a whole brand. But it's for clout, so now I won't buy it because I'm not getting dressed for clout. Right. So that's kind of how I feel about this right. shit. Like I think some of these are kind of hard. Like this black one right here, this Air Max. That's just kind of nasty. I'm not gonna lie. I really like this like periwinkle zip tie. <laughs> I know me too. But I can't no. support. That's my opinion. I feel. Izzy, what, what do you feel? I'm like really that? trying hard to like like it because I don't like to not like things. But like that's kind of also how I measure something is how like hard it is to try and like something. Um, 
I just, it's just frustrating. Yeah. Like the like for me as an artist, for someone who studies color theory, yeah. this is frustrating. Like I understand, okay, like yeah, the complementary colors and like, I'm, but I'm like really like that's th that means nothing to me. Like it's just frustrating. Like and. I want a pair. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just one of those four on retail. I don't mind. I'm not gonna pay. You mark my words. I'm not gonna pay five, six hundred dollars for that much. Those. Oh my goodness. I would rather, I would rather get the Balenciaga. I'd rather get the Balenciaga Yo, sock shoe. Hit up a thrift store. Then, <laughs> like that. I'll like pay that. I'll pay that price. I'll pay that price. Not the double no, S's. The double S's are nasty, yeah. but. The slip-on, I don't mind. No, that's something Vance came out with, and like. Okay. I did. Let's. That'll be. That'll be a, another episode. I mean. I mean, please, please. Oh. No. Got yeah, it. Seriously, just go to the thrift store and then just sew a Nike on it and then yeah. make a zip tie. Like I could teach you how to make this shoe <laughs> for free, <laughs> for like less than two dollars. Like, so when you make this, and I tell people this all the time with like H&M and they do designer drops and collaborative drops where it's like a high-end brand with like a regular retail brand, you're paying for the name because the actual yep. quality of it is the same amount of manufacturing. So if you went and got like Alex Wang and H&M, you're getting H&M quality clothes with a touch of Alex Wang design. That's it. Barely. So when you're, and I love, and Nike knows that I love them. I have a great partnership with Nike. I love Nike, but I still don't believe that Nike is $900 worth of shoe. Nope. Because nope. of the quality. It's a shoe. It's a sneaker. So yep. it's like, you can tap into this and get this like off-white shoe, and that's great. But you're still getting a Nike quality shoe that's going to wear out on you, and it might eventually yellow if you leave it in the box too long. Yep. So. What do you think? No. I liked it. I liked the first shoe that ever came out. Hey. Yeah. And then he went out with seventy five more, and yeah. I'm over it. Yeah. If I see another goddamn zip tie, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my mind. All right, all right. I all right. actually okay, there okay. was there was a video of okay. someone cutting the zip tie off, right, right. and people lost it. And the guy oh. was like, "I I just bought the shoe because I liked it. Yeah. I don't even think the guy knew. Yeah. Like 100%. he was in Europe though, so it was yeah. easier for him to cop right. off white. Right, you know right. what I mean? Right. But I will say, I will say. I do love Virgil's off-white stilettos. Oh yeah, the actual shoe, like the, the shoe, shoe. the shoe I shoes. Yeah, they're, like they're nice. Anything else he does? I just, I just saw two of them in person. Yeah. But they're his heels. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh. I, I, I don't know. All right, all right, all right. Hey, check it, check it, check it. The next one we all know about Jerry Lorenzo, right? This ain't oh, it. Oh, don't know. Okay, personally, I love these shoes. I think they're super groovy. I like it reminds you of like you're walking on space. Like each shoe okay. tells a story. Like I like to create really absurd stories for shoes. Like like who would wear that? When would it be worn? Like I love these. I think they're I, I would think wear them, so but fun. I don't want to pay the price so for fun. them. I love them. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's always a yeah, I'm just yeah, a right. Weird person. Thanks a lot, East Bay. <laughs> <laughs> No, these just make me giddy. Wait, I want yeah. to know how much are these? I think the retail from three or $400. Retail start, yeah. Well, supposedly the silhouettes, listen, my opinion, no one, I mean, you're wearing J's, so please don't strike me too hard. Um, this silhouette, I think, has the potential to not replace, but to take the silhouette from basketball to clubbing like the Jordans do, but take this to another level with these. And with the... W with and also with the line that's dropping with it, yeah. with him with his, because he grew up. His dad was a baseball player, which is insane. And like I read all about it because Jerry, Jerry's cool. And I got to see him in real life with Michael B. Jordan at Complex on, which was cool to be like, whoa, this guy's actually doesn't really dress as loud as every at all. Yeah. He had like baggy sweatpants, comfortable wear on. But hearing his story of like how that that was a three year shoe. It took three years to manufacture to like finally for him to be like, okay, this isn't, this is, it's good to go. It's beautiful. I, I think, I, yeah, like I, I, there's no flaw for me. I, like I, until I hold it, until I can see it in person. Yeah. But it's just like yeah. the saturation between the colors, like the whole, like the silhouette and how like it's, there's still a curve, but the curve is to the point of the triangles. Like e even, it even like resonates within like the laces. Like 
I can go into detail okay. because there's intention behind these. Like those other, these ones are just. Yeah. I can't Wait, which which the first page, like if if you're I'm listening, sorry, was the like last <laughs> the last four Virgil shoes that are dropping, and now I just yeah. laid in front of us uh, the new Fear of God Nike collaboration. Yeah, yeah. So I really like Jerry Lorenzo's shit most of the time. I really think that he did his best work because you know he did uh, all of Kendrick Lamar's wardrobe for the damn tour. So like anytime that he hopped on stage, I was always just like, "This nigga Jerry, like, this is great." Well, that's um, why I always had the fear of God pants on, and I was always asking him like, "Man, who is doing this?" Yeah, okay, all right, sick. All right, that was me. so okay, so like with these, I think I'm with Izzy. Like I really enjoy the details in them. If I see somebody with like a size ten in these on, I'm probably gonna think they look weird. Not gonna lie to you, they look like they could be the potential to be like boats. So I can see that. I kind of like them. I definitely like your assessment that these could definitely do street to club wear, like street to formal. I definitely don't. I don't know if they have the potential to cross over a white soul into formal like Jordans do, but we can see what okay. happens. Yeah, yeah. But I, I like them. Am I paying the price tag for them? No. Again, I think I, I just won't pay hype price tags. So it's just I like, agree. you know I what I'm saying? Like yeah. in the end, it's like, okay, that's sick. But I know this price tag is hyped because of the, yeah. the I mean, it's bigger because of the hype and not right. the quality. So yeah. You know, I dig it. Yeah. it. Laying down the, the Yeezys, because we all know this comes out in two weeks. Isn't the re-release. Butter shoes? No, those are the that's the re-release of the 350 Frozens. Okay. I know Yeezy's sensitive and it goes oh. different ways. We can we can but not I would even just go the you. Kanye route. We can yeah, just no, 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 scratch no. it. I don't want to. I don't wear Adidas because they fit uh. my feet weird. And they have this like weird sizing that's like in between shits. And I'm not a huge fan. So with Yeezys, I feel like I just can't. Like, I can't. I see, and you have these on, and I don't think these look bad on Nate's feet right now. He has the black and white, like the zebra joints on, and I don't think these look bad. But this, like, weird neon color, and then it, I don't know. I don't know. But I could be just drowned out by the hype again. Like, I'm just, like, over it. So, you know, hey. It looks like the printer just ran out of ink type deal. Yeah. Um, sorry. Could we could we maybe like switch up just throw in and just switch up on another thing oh just yeah, real quick? Sure, All right. So sure. we've got the 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 Bape and PSG. Nice collaboration going on. Real quick, just maybe some opinions on this. This is it. For me. Okay, but I love soccer. I'm a huge right. PSG right. fan. You know, it's just, this is it. Okay. Do I think they should have collabed with Bape? No. But it's cool. I love it. I love PSG. I'm never going to get my hands on it. But this is what streetwear is, exclusivity. I didn't even, I bet you not 10 people in Kansas City know about this shit. Half people don't even know what the fuck PSG is. Very true. But I love it. Streetwear, right? So no, I think on the on topic, I think this shit's very hard. I think it's dope. No one's gonna get their hands of it. The idea that streetwear exclusivity is not the root of streetwear. Streetwear was started when artists and people on the street said, We have a lifestyle and we want some clothes to represent our lifestyle. So they would throw their logo on a t-shirt and people bought that shit not because it was hype, not because it was exclusive, but because they subscribed to the lifestyle. My favorite example is Sean Stussy. Mm. People bought Stussy. Not because the design was so hard. It was regular, cheap-ass screen print wow. with his signature. Yeah. It was because they subscribed to Stussy's lifestyle. So that exclusivity shit, like that, like, it's, it's hard because it's exclusive, and that's what streamer is. That's not true. It's about subscribing to a lifestyle. So when I yeah. buy this shit, I'm like, yeah. babe, I kind of fuck with, you know, yeah. you know his, his whole lifestyle. So yeah. I, might, I might buy the yeah. babe. But I'm not buying it because it's exclusive, you know? Fuck no. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Just then, uh, I just laid down the karma, the karma de Gerson and Gucci. The karma de Gerson and Gucci. I just want, see, I'm glad we knew something was something. Okay, da, 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 da. So no one likes it. I'm going to give you a quick art lesson, real quick. So, so this is the Dolce and Cabana and Gucci bag. So, you could easily make this tote. YouTube, how to make a tote. Find a ribbon with that's both green and red. And then also find some of those like iron-on stickers and then just do that. And then on top of that, just put like, oh, what is it? It's like vinyl. I'm yeah, just, go just put over. vinyl over it. Like you can so you can make that in like less than two hours probably. Yeah. And like, I don't even, what's the price on this? 
No, no, no. Hey, on this though, we're just gonna we're just gonna end up this game real quick, okay. and then we're gonna we're gonna dive into one more question going around, if that's cool. Um, so we've been pat talking about streetwear and fashion, and some of us may have mentioned what it means to us, but I just want to think real quick in one sentence. In one sentence. What does streetwear slash fashion mean to you? Done it. Okay. So one sentence, one quick thing. It's an outward expression of my values. Mm. Um, so an outward expression of my values. So one of those values being that I don't believe that society's interpretation of what makes me feminine stands. And I don't think it's okay. So because I don't believe that, my outward expression of that is streetwear. It's an act of resistance. Mm. I feel sexy as fuck in my baggy shit. Fuck you. I'm very feminine in my baggy shit. Yeah. So I think that when I think of streetwear and fashion, I think of an outward expression of my values. Yeah. Wow. Okay, one sentence. Streetwear to me is how I claim agency. You know? Because it's like we change our outfits every single day. Who's not to say that we can't keep changing and progressing also mm. every day? And yeah. so for me, it's like today's the day that I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to wear like an outfit that makes me feel good because I'm going to go out and I'm going to do good. So, yeah. Streetwear in one sentence. Um, just me being me however the fuck I want, you know? Yeah. Whether that's stilettos, a baggy t-shirt, and some leggings, or, you know... Cargo's a bodysuit and some J's. It's yeah. just that simple. Yeah. Just me being me in the like the purest way possible. Um, myself, community. It was culture, but then changed into community because that's what I want to build. And that's what we're doing in this conversation. I appreciate all you ladies for the first session of She Says. And we're out of here. Yo. If you guys want to say anything, one last thing. Nah, we're good. Much love. All right. All right. We out. Yeah, Follow on the gram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AXH002. Oh, yeah. Donette Lowe. D-O-N-E-T-T-E-L-O-W-E. Hey. Thank you, ladies. Appreciate you.